like I give Tyler Perry a lot of shit, but really the dude's fucking boss. I mean, oh yeah, he circumvented Hollywood, did shit his way, does mm-hmm. shit his way, and fucking kills at it. Like that's his yeah. dude. Do it, fucking yeah. right on, man. <laughs> he, right on. Tyler Perry is the Black Branson, Missouri of Hollywood. <laughs> I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. New Year, Happy or New Year. As I as I put yeah. in the literate ape mail, uh, maybe maybe Happy's too much to ask for. Perhaps it's just the relief that you no. get when you lance a boil on your ass crack. That's it a feels happy, better. That yeah, and but they should I don't be happy that, about that. Well, you should be happy, but I'm not sure if that counts as happy or just fucking relieved. I think relief well, can lead to happiness. Relief can lead well, to happiness. I think. Well, hopefully, here, I we was will. thinking. I, I wished. Um, uh, a couple people, I was like, well, I was out walking Molly at some point, you know, in the last week. Wish them a happy new year. And I had this thought every time that was when I say happy new year to people, when somebody says happy new year to me, I think that we all really mean it. Like, oh, yeah. We're happy. Like, we know that 2021 doesn't, like, I don't have the vaccine still. We're two days in at the time of this recording. COVID's still a thing. What the fuck? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> but like there just seemed to be this like extra level of sweetness in the happy new year wishes on in in passing well because you know? it, i think that's as most people when you say in most years you say happy new year it's like hey aren't we all happy and yeah. this year it's like kind of like Happy New Year. I hope you have a better year than you did the past because yeah, I really want to like have a It's like a genuine a, wish. It's a, it's a genuine, like, please, I, I really, really have hope in my heart that you, David Himmel, will have a better <laughs> year this year than last. Now, I mean, I'm not sure it could get, I mean, you know, I take that back. It could get a lot worse. It could get a lot worse, yeah. It could get a lot of fucking worse. However. It could sure get a lot better. It could definitely get a lot better, so let's let's focus on that. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the the scene in Goodwill Hunting where Robin Williams says to Matt Damon, "It's not your fault." He's like, "Yeah, I know." He goes, "No, no, it's not your fault." It's, not your it's fault. like Happy New Year, Don. Yeah, yeah, Happy New. Year. No, no, Don. Happy, happy New Year. Year. No, no, I, I'm happy. Don. No. Happy New Year. There you go. Let it out, buddy. Let it out. I was there raped as a Come child. Here. Come here. I- Yes, I come touched here. my pee-pee. Put your put your okay. head on Daddy's shoulder. I got you. I got there you. There you go. Yeah. And then later, and then later, you'll get depressed and commit suicide. Right. So, um, that's that's just how. Hey, you're bringing up the Robin Williams Goodwill Hunting thing. I'm just going right yeah, to the natural thing. So yeah, it's not your fault. It's mine. Right. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. So what do you so think? For, What's like we've got the whole year ahead of us now? Yeah, I, I, well, I, I remember it's like all right for this apecast. I thought, you know what? What do you and I think is going to happen? Let's make some predictions, and then next year this time we can see if any of our predictions came yeah. true. So what's going to happen in twenty twenty one? Now we're this is uh, that the time is running. Like I said, two days in. 
So my, I will tell you my first thing, and this is very like, this is a personal thing, but I think it probably can be wider. As I wrote the first thing that my predictions for 2021 is that Vegas, Las Vegas is going to reel from the pandemic, even worse than it already has. I mean, the economy mm. is just going to just eat its ass until about March. Okay. And then the place is going to start to hop like it's fucking 1922 again with more gambling, drugs, booze, and tits than ever before. <laughs> Ordinary people are going to be acting out their personal hangover movies intersected with their own personal outbreak scenarios. It is going to be... I, I My feeling is... Because coming up, it's like all the fighting about the fucking wearing the mask, all this shit. Yeah. Pe- all people really want to do. I think people are going to start traveling. I think we're going to get our... I think this year, we won't get uh, the conventions back. That's not going to happen until the fall. But I think sometime around this spring, mm. this place is going to turn into... a. F- it's going to be like fucking Caligula. It's going to be... Well, that didn't naked- end well, did it? Yeah, no, it didn't. But it's yeah. gonna be fucking naked people fucking in the streets and uh, snorting shit off of uh, you know eating sushi off the naked bodies fuck. of Asian well, women. If that's the it's case, and I predict I move back to Las Vegas. And- I'm just telling you, I have a feeling this place is just gonna go. So that's my prediction. By about March, it's gonna ramp up. When we hit July, this place is gonna be like fucking Rome at the fall. <laughs> at the end, at the very yeah, yeah. So that's that's my first prediction. Yeah, I. I don't think that that's going to happen at all because my first prediction is that <laughs> we will not see a safe herd immunity through through vaccination. So we're allowed to do this stuff. We're able to do this stuff until the end of the summer, at the earliest. Well, I think I think you're right about most of the country. I absolutely <laughs> think. In fact, I think you're right about most of the globe. But Las Vegas is going to say, go fuck yourself. People are just going to say, fuck it, and let's, let's just do I it. think people are just going to say, fuck it, let's just go, let's just get I drunk. Mean, I get, like, and- the itch, I'm really beginning to feel the itch of, I need to get out and do something. Like, I, what did I do? Oh, oh, I need, I wanted to go get a shovel for Harry, you know, a little kid's shovel to help me shovel the the walk for our building and you know yeah. something fun give him a do. sense of a sense of uh accomplishment yeah and a la- you know training him to be a part of the working class right right and and yeah okay and you know training him to one day shovel the driveway when i don't fucking want to right okay there you go just like when alice said she wanted to have a kid with me and i said why and she said so someone will take care of me when i'm old and i went that is the shittiest reason to have a kid no but it's also the best Okay, fair enough. You already I mean, get a kid. What yeah. are you going to do with him? Make him a slave. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, my parents did it, and look how great I turned out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh my God, <coughs> I should go. I should get dressed, and I should go to, I should go to Lowe's. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to iron my shirt, and I'm going to tuck it in, and I'm going to wear my nice shoes. Like, I was all... And then I'm like, no, I don't need to get the shovel right now. The snow's already melting. I've already shoveled the walk. And come on, David, we're still in a pandemic. This is not... But, like, I am so excited to just go to fucking Lowe's. <laughs> dude, dude, yesterday, yesterday, uh, you know, it's the first of the year, so I kind of wanted to set some some things and, uh, you know, we went to Starbucks and we walked around a little bit. And then I said, uh, yeah, let's go to Pal Station. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to throw 20 bucks in um, and see what happens. And she went, you want to gamble? Right. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. I said, yep. So we went over there. I threw my 20 in. It was in the cash, the crazy cash grab. I, I, I really like this particular slot machine because 
instead of like, here's a, a, a desert flower and a buffalo and a fucking cougar, which, what the fuck does that mean? It's all, all the reels are just, here's a dollar, here's five dollars, here's ten dollars, here's twenty. I mean, it's, I can see the money I'm making. They just thought yeah. there's something I like about that. The other thing about it is if you get it, then it'll give you the cash grab where you get to interact with the machine and right. you, know, you po- poke the machine and grab money. Yeah. That's fun. So I put it in, spin a dollar, nothing. Spin a dollar twenty, make fifty-two bucks, cashed out and walked out. So done. All right, I've I, I've just made thirty-two dollars on my two spins. I'm done for the day. Dana loves this plan because I'm not losing money. Right. So it's like, all right, there you did that. That was good. Yeah. So I, you know, it's like, uh, and so yeah, I, I totally get that. I want to get out. I'm gonna get out. But uh, it, 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 part of it is just, it is, it's just about wearing a mask. It's about Wear the making mask, sure yeah. if you see somebody without a mask, just avoid them. I'm not going to, I've yeah. spent my, I've spent the last, since June, fucking being the goddamn mask police in a casino. Yeah. I don't have to be that guy anymore. That's I am nice. not caring. Yeah. I am not caring. I'm not going to lecture people about it. It's just, I'm just going to avoid, if you've got no mask on, you do you. I don't give a fuck. If you want to kill your family, that's rock and roll. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna walk away from you and do something else. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Yeah. So yeah. No, I get that. I yeah. get that. So your your first prediction is that we're not having anything until June or July. Oh, I don't think it's gonna come until September. Okay. So you're even. You're down yeah, in the fall. I think it's All the right. end. The end. I mean, the ass end of summer. All right. And that's if we're lucky. We're just. We're All not right. on. We're not on the path right now to. to uh, Get it soon enough. I think you're correct for most of the country, but like I said, I think by March Vegas is just going to say, "Go fuck yourself." We gotta, yeah, we're we gotta, all going to crack. I mean, we we got to have some cocaine, and we got to have we got to go back to the '80s mm-hmm. of excess and uh, dress really badly. Dude, and, yeah. that that could be a good prediction. Should we squeeze this in here real quick? That, yeah. that 2021 looks like 1984. I think it might. <laughs> or 85, whatever, it, like the, the most 80s year was, where like I, we're like, fuck it, we have so much catching up to do. Snip it, smoke it, shoot it, spend it, wear it. Ah! Absolutely. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that is absolutely true. Elect Reagan's corpse. Elect Reagan's corpse. <laughs> I'd do that. That couldn't be worse. I mean, what it could be got. worse. No. Yeah, what we've had. All right, my second prediction. For 2021, I think Marvel, Marvel Studios is going to go all multiverse. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we're going to have Spider-Man being played in seven different Spider-Man movies, (laughs) each a race or gender-based identity cornering every niche market of everyone. The audience is then going to be mostly educated white people. And Tyler Perry will self-identify as white and start producing hillbilly epics. Oh, good. So that's what I think is going to happen. That 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 we're that that Marvel and Tyler Perry are going to fully embrace identity politics in the cash grab that it has become, and we're going to have. I mean, we're going to have a trans spider person great yep you know and then you know and that'll be that'll be a spider-man movie where the the villain just won't recognize pronouns you know i mean <laughs> it's just this this is what's going to happen so that's that's my second prediction for i love that i love the idea that that tyler perry finally we get a tyler perry movie for dumb white people not just yeah. dumb black people i, yeah, and I the, love it and love the it. thing is it'll be exactly the same he doesn't even have Absolutely. to nope. like he use the same scripts we'll just recast it yeah, that's it, and I think that's a. Yeah. I think that's a. That's I think that's an accurate prediction because the guy's all about making some cash. So. And you know, I mean, 
like, I give Tyler Perry a lot of shit, but really, the dude's fucking boss. I mean, oh, yeah. he circumvented Hollywood, did shit his way, does mm-hmm. shit his way, and fucking kills at it. Like, that's his... Yeah. Dude, do it. Fucking yeah. right on, man. <laughs> he, right on. Tyler Perry is the black Branson, Missouri of Hollywood. <laughs> God. So. My, so my second prediction, then. <laughs> Uh, sticking with the Marvel, the Marvel theme. There you um, go. I'm all, I, I am kind of worried that Marvel's going to go the way of Star Wars, like I, too much shit, and it's all just going to get watered down. And but before that happens, because yes. this one's already in the can, I predict that Black Widow, the film Black Widow, will make Wonder Woman 1984 feel like a feminist exploitation film written by a teenage misogynist. <laughs> That's how good. Bla- Here's how you make a heroine film. Yeah, yeah. Done. Done. Thank you. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, and then we tipped it all over. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. That's good. Um, you know, that was one of the things I thought was really interesting. And, it, and with all of the Hollywood movies coming out right now, is that, that are, they're, they're leaking them slowly out because they, what the fuck? They spent yeah. all this goddamn money. Mm-hmm. It, it does, it, there is something. It's one of, and, and, and I read your piece about Wonder Woman '84, and I agree with almost everything you wrote. But one of the things I think is really interesting is, I think if it had come out when it was supposed to, the whole uh, Donald Trump villain character would have played a little bit better. But because now we're at the end mm-hmm. of that regime, it felt like they were trying to be timely. Yeah. And it didn't, and it didn't work as well as I think they thought at the time. And like I said, if it had come out a year before, and we're still in the throes of our 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 asshole reality TV president, mm-hmm. maybe maybe you know it, it would had a little more impact. I just found it to be a little bit distracting. It didn't even dawn on me until probably like this, maybe my second watching because I went back and watched it twice. Like, are right, yeah, what did yeah, I? You know. You're going to write about it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But it didn't dawn on me that that was a Donald Trump-ish character. It just struck me as that, like your standard 1980s bad corporate schmuck. Um, yeah. And I think part of the reason that it didn't register with me as a Donald Trump character is because, as as you and I have discussed um, off mic here, he seemed to care about his son. I don't believe that Donald Trump cares about his children other than wanting to stick it in Ivanka. Like that's well, it. yeah. Be- you yeah, know, yeah, and this yeah. guy, like, he's, he did care about his his child. And that's not Donald Trump. That's not Donald all, Trump. Yeah, but that's true. Anyway, that's true. yeah. All right, yeah. my third prediction for 2021: school shootings and God. domestic terrorism will exponentially go on the rise, due in part to the five million or so conspiracy cosplayers devoted to Trump and the downfall of the system via QAnon. We will. The good thing is we will slowly start to accurately label white supremacist organizations as domestic terrorist groups, mm-hmm. but we will continue continue to coddle them legally. Yeah, it's a tricky situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I read. There's been. There's been a. It's one of the things. I heard this. I heard this. Uh, I don't remember. Where I heard this, but I was just like, oh my god. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had your racism in 2020. We're moving on from it. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's an interesting and very strange perspective because I'm pretty sure that's not how it's going to work. What, but, is that, what does that even mean? It means that 2020 was, uh, you know, was like 1968, the, the civil oh, so rights. Y- look, you had your year to complain about it. Yeah. You, you move on. That was, that it's that time was to get of, over it. 
Yeah, that yeah. was kind of the 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 gist of this uh, this comment, and I was like, "Wow, that's really not at all how it's going to happen." However, um, I think there's probably some there's probably some truth. <laughs> it's not like it's not like, "Hey, his name is Elliot Page now." Okay, move on, move on. Is, yeah, I mean, it's that. like it's it's not. Yeah, no, this is uh, you know, and I like I said, I think uh, I think because there's not only about like I can like I can tell, but it seems like the numbers vary. About five million people in the country that are the the I'm going to take to the streets because Donald Trump uh, had the election stolen from him and you know this kind of nonsense and then you know and then you know and QAnon and and these white supremacist groups everyone's talking about how dangerous they are. There's about five million now. Five million is a lot of people. Yeah, but in a 320 million you know, person population, 5 million is pretty minor. And so they're going to do their damage. I do think school, sh- and, and I don't, when I say school shootings, I mean public, mm-hmm. I mean like, like fucking the Vegas. Mass uh, shootings like we Bay. had Mass before shooting. 2020. I think, stop I think yeah. these are going to go, and I think like the Nashville, the bombings, I think mm, this shit yeah. is going to go, I think this shit is going to be twice as bad. If you look at the crime rates, uh, New York had a 97% crime rate jump in 2020. They haven't, and that's what I read. They haven't seen this level of violence in 16 years. Chicago, last year, the 2019, and I don't know the exact numbers, but literally almost doubled the murder rate in 2020 than they had in 2019. And I think part of that is because we've been you know, cooped up. I think we're part at home of that, with the people we really want to kill. Yeah, exactly. I think part of that is uh, the economy is is tanking. Mm-hmm. But I also think I also think uh, part of it is this sort of this generalized feeling, and I think the media has a lot to do with this as well. But that that the society is failing, so I'm going to get mine. It's almost it is. It's like the purge. I think yeah. 2021 very much for a, for a small segment of society is going to look like the purge to them. It's like, well. If if we're gonna die from the COVID anyway, if they're gonna take over my government, I'm fucking shooting that old lady with the goddamn <laughs> coupons. I'm shooting her, you know, or whatever. <laughs> fucking Walgreens took too long. Get an AR-15. You know, I mean that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. QAnon. I, the good thing is, I think we'll finally finally go get over the hump of just being being able to say that these groups are just. Good people with bad ideas. No, they're fucking terrorist groups. That's exactly what they are. We'll yeah. start actually labeling them as such. Yeah. But I also don't think they're going to go to jail in any big way or be prosecuted in any way. And, and that'll take some time. So that's my third prediction. My third prediction uh, is that Donald Trump will be indicted in New York State. Oh, yeah. That's a good prediction. There's no I, question. I think he'll be prosecuted. Whether or not he'll be found guilty. I don't know whether or not he'll be found guilty and do jail time. He's going to be found guilty. He's not going to do jail time. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, but he's definitely going to be found guilty, and there will be some sort of. He'll uh, get like an ankle bracelet in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, and yeah. Well, you know, I, I was I was talking to my niece. My niece is super super woke over Christmas, and one of the things she and I talked about is, and but she's super woke, but willing to listen. She's figured figured that part out. Okay. She's not a raging idiot. You so know? she's not super woke. She's reasonable. 
She's an well, intelligent no, person. She, she she believes in the causes of the woke, but she's not an asshole about it. Well, we you know believe I mean? in the causes of the woke. We're just exactly we're not assholes yeah. about it. Yeah, but uh, we were talking about it, and she said, "So how would you handle?" And we were talking about you know the defund the police. We were talking about you know because she just hates every policeman. I said that's just not reasonable, but. Mm-hmm. We were talking about. She goes, "What kind of things would you do?" You know, you're you're big on your pragmatics, Uncle Butt. They call me Uncle Butt. You mm. know that. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, I said one of the things I think would be a really interesting, an interesting way of defunding the police without defunding, you know, like taking money away, is eliminate all financial punitive measures for anything." So, in other words, mm. if you are, if you know, it's like if you if you get pulled over. For DUI, there's no fine. You never pay a fine. What you do is you get three of those and you're fucking done driving for your life, mm-hmm. you know? And and she said, so well, why doesn't that just punish the people that are already punished? I said, if you take away all financial punitive measures, it means someone like Donald Trump can break the law and instead of paying himself off, paying off the government five, seven million dollars, he goes to prison because that's the only option. Mm-hmm. There is no way to buy yourself through the legal system. I said, and right now we've got a legal system that is built to support itself through finance. I said, our that's system why you... will crumble if we take that away, though. Well, I think that's why. That's why you have police departments that have quotas on traffic stops. Yeah. Why? Because they got to make their fucking they money. Budget. Yep. If you take the money out of policing, it's going to change policing in this country. It's going to change our legal system in this country. It will be huge. It'll never happen, but that's yeah. what we were talking about. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to get prosecuted. I don't think he's probably going to do any time. I hope that it happens with the 10 days remaining in January after he's out of office. Like, wouldn't that be be fun? I would fucking Uh. love it. That'd be good. That'd be good. All right. My fourth thing that I'm predicting for 2021 is that college will be made effectively free. That they're, that they're going to do the, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, I think Biden's administration is going to do a forgiveness of some loans, Mm -hmm. but I think, and, and this, and the reason I say this is that there are a lot of industries, and this is what COVID really kind of, one of the things COVID really exposed, and I think the movie theater industry is actually a perfect example of that, is that they've been slowly raking their prices higher and higher and higher, but adding no value. You're paying more for exactly the same shit. And so at a certain point... Nobody gives a fuck about the movie theaters because fuck you. You were charging me 19 goddamn dollars for a bucket of popcorn, you fucks. And I still had to watch 30 minutes of goddamn commercials. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. So there's been no value added, but lots of college is exactly the same thing. Because the, the whole point of college, I mean, when you and I went to college, when I get to college, and then is that you're going to go to college and it will get you a better job. Right. You're going to get educated. You're going to get that degree. Because ultimately, it was about the piece of paper at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's that, about that thing, about saying, I got a bachelor in science. And well, it's also about the connections you make and who you, because then, well, yeah. you know, they can help so, you. But, the, yeah. but the value, the value has, has, has either lowered significantly, but there's no, but, but the prices have just gone higher and higher and higher. I think there are a lot of industries that have been doing this. Mm-hmm. I think casinos are a perfect example. I think airports and flight are a perfect example. I mean, there are tons of industries in this country and probably globally that have been hiking up their money 
but not adding value. And I think, right. I think people have seen that. It's been so obvious that they're fucking done with that shit. I and mean, so yeah. I think colleges are going to be made effectively free. And with that, the woke will discover that their ardent censorship and I pay your salary, I'm a consumer, will suddenly evaporate and they will be effectively powerless because nobody gives a shit what they say because they aren't paying. You got free college. Shut the fuck up or go someplace else. Yeah. I think that yeah. is. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen to colleges because <laughs> they've kind of turned that corner. The woke are going to be fucked because in college... If you're not paying for it and you can't say I pay your salary, you're done. You got yeah. no, you've got nothing. You've got no standing. This may be the thing that leads to college. Maybe I I thought you were going to say college will be effectively useless or dead because like Katie and I we, we've got a one of our friends opened up a what is it five twenty three C whatever the hell it is college savings account for Harry. 501c3. 501c3. Is that right? No, that's a No, that's non-profit. nonprofit. Oh, you're talking about the, the account. Yeah, I know the, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Whatever it is. Anyway. Um, like before he was born, they opened it for us. It was like a, a shower gift thing. Anyway. And Katie keeps, she's like, fuck, should we transfer that money out? Because I don't feel confident that by the time Harry's ready to go to school, that college will either be a thing or will be totally free. And I'm kind of with her on it. Well, yeah. So I don't know. It's I, a weird, like... The thing is, I don't... The thing is, it doesn't have to be a college fund. It could just be money so that yeah. when he gets old enough to do that, you just buy him a car or a I hooker. I think I you mean, can take... But I think you have to use the money for education. I don't know. Anyway, we need to look into it. Hey, yes, I think hey, that you're, you're right. That this is... 2020 hooker, changed what college can an be and will be. hooker could be considered an educational experience. That is... I could easily make that argument. Right, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I think I think you can probably play that. It's like yeah. this is pro- this is Professor Saffron, <laughs> and she's going to educate Harry on what to do with his penis in her mouth. She's a professor of female anatomy. Yes, she is. And, and uh, yeah, he made the dean's list this year. He made the dean's list. There you go. Yeah. So that's uh, that was my fourth. So my my fourth prediction is that I will badly injure my neck uh, either by pulling a muscle or pinching a nerve trying to improve the odd shape of my body. So in that effort to be healthy, you know, exercise more, I will do something terrible that will render me looking like a broken pretzel. Um, just so you know, because you're post 40 now, um, mm-hmm. you won't even have to do anything. This is the thing, and I've said this before, when you get to a certain age, <laughs> yeah. you wake up, you wake up in the morning, you go, how did I fucking sprain my ankle? Dude. I've been sleeping. It's I've been already asleep. I was, it's just what it is. I got up the other morning and I, my, my back was just like, it was just yep. tight as fuck. And so I got in the shower and I was bent over, just like letting the hot water hit my back. And Harry comes in the bathroom and he, he looks at me and goes, Daddy, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just warming up my muscles so I could stretch my back. And he goes, that's weird. And then yeah. just left. Yes, and it I is went, weird. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off, kid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no shit. totally. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, and, and I, you know, and I work. You know, I work out every day. Is yeah. uh, late lately, my right fucking knee. I don't know what the fuck it is. My right knee, and it's there for a while. I was like, okay, it feels like, like the hamstring 
tendon is so tight mm-hmm. that if I push it too hard on the stairmaster, it's just going to snap like a fucking uh, you know guitar string. Yep, and then I'm crippled. You know, and now it's that probably I'm, your T band, you need to and, and to be get honest, a roller you, and roll that shit out. You know, you know, now that I'm now that I'm a a, a remote working uh, copywriter, I don't give a shit. I don't have to walk, <laughs> but you know, I know I'm kidding, uh, but. <laughs> But you know that's that's one of the things. Like where 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 did this come from? I yeah. don't know what I did. I didn't. I, it wasn't like I was working out and all of a sudden I went, "Ooh, I pushed it too hard." I didn't. It just, but then yeah. just like I woke up in the morning, my fucking like right leg is like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Welcome to age, my friend. I know. There, there we are. But that's that's my fourth prediction. All right, my fifth prediction and final prediction for 2021 is that Netflix will acquire TikTok. And <laughs> next year's Oscars will include a video of a woman explaining how to put on false eyelashes while lip-syncing to that wet-ass pussy song. It will be canceled, <laughs> however, because the woman is Asian, which is white-adjacent. Ah. So that's, that's, that's my <laughs> prediction for 2021. That sounds like a big news story, too. It's going to be big. Well, the New York Times will run with it. White adjacent. She's Asian. It might yeah. as well be just as white as me. God damn it. <laughs> but no, I do think Netflix is... Because the thing about it is, Netflix. this is why I think Netflix is going to expand. They have to. They have to. Is, they already are. Is, I mean... Well, they're, they're the behemoth, yeah. but they're now the not new cool behemoth. Right. Now you've got HBO Max, and they're showing all their movies, and you get Disney with the Mandalorian and all the Marvel stuff. And so you, you, everybody's doing streaming now. Netflix was the granddaddy. They started... Mm-hmm. I remember when it was just fucking ordered CD DVDs. CD or DVDs, yeah. DVDs, and they'd send them in the fucking mail. Mm-hmm. Now they're the behemoth. They're doing original stuff. They're going to... They have to expand... Well, the most popular thing, and I've never done it, and I have no reason to, is TikTok. I think Netflix is going to fucking buy TikTok, and then all of a sudden it will be sort of that Quibi, that mm-hmm. bullshit Quibi Which thing. did not work at all. It didn't work because they didn't know how to do it. I think Netflix is going to buy TikTok, and they'll have their own version of Quibi that will basically be TikTok. And so <laughs> it will be micro-movies oh my made by any fucking idiot that wants to do it. And it will probably be random people... Doing their version of TED Talks, except instead of interesting topics that are important, philosophical, it'll be watch me eat seven hot dogs, <laughs> you know? So. So my fifth and final prediction for 2021 is that Katy Perry and Taylor Swift will squash the beef between them and share a stage together, which will inspire the American people to be better about working through their differences. Or... <laughs> Katy Perry will be shot to death in Las Vegas following a boxing match at the MGM Grand. And then they will have Zoe Deschanel, who looks exactly like Katy Perry, be her doppelganger and do the thing. Are you fucking insane? Take a look at the pictures. Look at a picture of Katy Perry and look at a picture of Zoe Deschanel. And I'm telling you, they could be fucking sisters. They look exactly the same. Okay, I think, forget your need. The age issue is showing itself right here. <laughs> I don't know if it's your eyesight or you're just losing your fucking mind. Dude, you need to take a look at a picture. They look, they could be doppelgangers. Except for, except for that Katy Perry's got gigantic tits. Other than that, they look exactly the same. Just because they have eyeballs and brunette hair, that, like, that doesn't... No, no. Look at the... Dude, look it up. Ah, uh, 
fuck. I'm telling you, they no, look they, that's they not look true. They look ridiculously similar. God, do they? Shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, there goes my afternoon. All right. Well, there you go. Ugh, I have to spend the afternoon looking at pictures of Katy Perry. Ugh, today's gonna suck. Spank banks. Yes. Jesus. Oh gonna... my God, <laughs> honey, I'm honey. What are you doing, Daddy? I'm 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 running the water so I can stretch my dick muscle. That's what you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I predict I will badly injure my neck looking at pictures of Katy Perry <laughs> within the next thirty minutes. Here, there you go. That's that is exactly how it works. Oh God damn it! Well, 2021 should be a very interesting year. I I kind of I don't want it to be interesting because twenty twenty no, really was be a boring. very interesting year. Yeah, I want twenty twenty one to be a a quiet sunny afternoon in a hammock on a beach where you're yeah. in that moment just before you fall asleep. See, that's the thing is the whole thing about Trump. Sleepy Joe was the worst nickname because that's what we oh, want. Please, we fucking want some sleepy goddamn Joe. Yeah. Just legislate your shit. I don't want to, I don't, if I could spend any amount of time in 2021 not giving a shit about national politics, oh, oh I've spent the last respite. two weeks not giving a shit about it. It has been fucking glorious. It's, it, that's your happy new year. That's your yeah. relief from the ball sack. Yep. Cyst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. So my first thing is a watch. We have both recommended this before, but there's a new season. Cobra Kai season three. I can't wait. On Netflix. Uh, yeah. I have not started it yet. I haven't either. But, but I am, I'm gonna. I'm soups excited to. Because yes. I've heard good oh, things. I've heard very, very good things. Um, and I know last uh, last year, the last thing is I, uh, I uh, had recommended The Expanse season five. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I hadn't started watching it. Um, I recommend it again. This isn't one of my things. I just want to recommend it again because I've been watching it, and it is the best season they've had so far. Mm, okay, like by a long shot. Um, and I think it's a very good show. All right. So my first thing, and I am going to watch Cobra Kai. We should probably do a whole show just on Cobra Kai. We should because I really love that fucking show, and I love what it says about Gen X and sort of our my my generation sort of uh, like and i just i love i think that we were texting about this like i was like yeah. texting i'm like i'm in love with johnny yeah i'm in love Johnny's, with the actor i'm in love with well the thing about it him. is johnny is it, and it is it is a it is a, a a direct rebuke to sort of the cancel culture that we're in right now which is this is a guy who was obviously fucked up when he was a kid mm-hmm. who was obviously the, the, he was the bad guy and in this movie or in this show, it's not that he's the good guy. He's the guy who is seeking redemption and trying mm-hmm. to make himself better. And that is a direct rebuke to the, you tweeted about fags when you were 17. You should never have a job again. Right. It's like this, it's, you know, it's like, I kind of like that. All right. Yeah. My first yeah. thing, <laughs> speaking of people that should not have any redemption, um, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, and, and I wrote about it the other day uh, when we went to Kansas. Wait a minute, have no redemption. Didn't didn't you write a, a piece not too long ago about Shirley Chisholm, where yeah. she forgave and kind of gave redemption to uh, yes. George well, Governor George Wallace? And yes, I agree. But yeah, fuck that My shit. Sister, that was last year. No, no, no. I think everybody should deserve it, but this this particular one, not okay. so much. So, okay. um, 
and I wrote about it the other day, is that uh, my sister has kind of an obsession with true crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. So when we went, we, we went to Kansas for Christmas, we stayed at my sister's house because she's a, she's, I mean, she's been doing online teaching. She's mm-hmm. a, a government teacher. So she's totally safe. And we actually, the only people we saw were my mom, because it's about five minute walk from my sister's house. So we were really good and everybody was safe. But yeah. we watched a lot of goddamn true crime. So I'm going to recommend on Netflix, American Murder, The Family Next Door. This is the story of Chris Watts, who murdered his wife and his two children because he found a girlfriend. Now, the thing that that makes this fascinating, probably more fascinating than any of the other documentaries, is this is all real-time footage. The first footage you see is of the police, uh, like, chest cam when he's called to the house because the wife is missing the wife and kids are gone and the friend can't find them so they call the police well the police are there so you're watching in real time you get to see the husband show up and like i don't know what happened i don't know where she's at Mm. i mean and and she was so involved in being she was like one of those people that like puts everything in her life on fucking online Mm -hmm. on facebook so you get to see this shit going down it is inordinately creepy that's all i'll say yeah. it is worth watching just because it is the most ob i mean it, it's just you see all of this video that was taken and you get to see this thing unfold in a way that is you get to see the interrogation he's interrogated he takes a polygraph test you get mm-hmm. to see the polygraph test being taken you know they put his dad in there and his you see a scene it's i mean it's real life it's not a scene but it's like when they realize they he, he fails the polygraph test, they put the hard-nosed like interrogation on him. Yeah. Said, well, your dad's here, so we're going to let you talk to your dad. So if you have something to say to your dad, now's the time to say it. Jesus. And, and I mean, and you see he and his dad in this fucking interrogation room because they've got the camera. So everything you see is is happening in real time as it was recorded. There's no, it's not a dramatic recreation. You're watching these people go through this shit. It's fucked up. Wow. So, American Murder, The Family Next Door. It is really worth it. It's depraved and, and horrifying, but it's 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 kind of amazing yeah. to watch that thing happen that way. Yeah, I've got... I, I'm coming around to the idea that I don't think I like true crime stuff anymore. Like, it's interesting. But I've tried watching a lot of it lately, and uh, I feel like it's over-glorifying the the thrill of it for us, but it doesn't really do enough for, for the victims. Like, I just feel like it's, it's really, uh, I don't want to say celebrating the, the horrors of, of murder. It's exploitation. It's, is what it, it is. is exploitation. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it's starting to feel a little y- yucky. Yeah. For no, me. I, but, I, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I, I definitely get the yucky. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm going to dive in. I just had a real experience over Christmas because my sister loves this shit so sure. much. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, my third thing to do then is, uh, or no, my third, sorry, my second, second, sorry, my second, second thing. I don't want to yeah. skip. Um, it's a read. Uh, read The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. It's a book by Michael Shaban or Shaban? Shaban. Shaban. It's phenomenal. Uh, won the Pulitzer Prize. Uh, it came out in 2000. I have yeah, not read it. Yeah, but it's really good. It's really um, good. Yeah. So I, it was a gift for Christmas, and you can't read the whole thing. Well, shit. If you can read the whole thing this week, good on you, because my book happens to be... 
806 like yeah 800 700 pages, pages yeah um, and then there's questions and topics for discussion at the end. So, oh yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah, no, it's 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 quite good. But here's yeah. my question about this book. This it reminds me of uh, what's that fucking book you like? Um, the David Foster Wallace book that I tried and just can't. Infinite Jest. Infinite Jest. Yeah. Is this an Infinite Jest good book, or is this like a normal person based in on Earth good book? Remember the book? Uh, I when I when I, when I, I can't now. I can't remember the title. The House of the Hidden Leaves, or whatever it was. Mm, you know no. what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. What? House of Leaves. Dana says. House of, House okay. Of kind of. Yeah, it, it's sort of like this. It's sort of like it. this journey. It's sort of like this bizarre journey into the mind of the writer, and it kind of goes all over the place. And okay. and and really, you don't get the full effect of it until you're done with it, kind of thing. Mm. That's kind of what this book is is like, but it's I think it's much more entertaining. Okay, yeah, yeah it's a very it's entertaining. Just is not entertaining. Like I didn't. So know I the found Impotent Jess very entertaining, but I understand why you don't. Yeah, because I'm stupid and lazy. Yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly right. right. Uh, my second thing is also a read. Um, we love. We both love Matt Taibbi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm subscribed to his Substack. His latest was the wokest news stories of 2020. <laughs> And it's pretty goddamn funny. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is some. It is. It is just a list of like. I think there's like 15 stories. He just sort of like. Yeah, this was an actual news story in an actual periodical that used to be of note. Yeah. And check out how what bullshit is going on here. So yeah, yeah it's oh, it's, it's a, yeah, it's worth the five dollars a month to to subscribe to Matt. Yeah, he's a great writer. I love his writing. Yeah. yeah. So now for my third thing. Yes. This is a do. And I, I wrote about this, and we've certainly talked about this. Disengage with the crazy. They feed off of the reason you throw at them, but they don't bother getting the nutrients from that reason. They just gobble it up to shit it out and throw it back at you. Like, and I had this. It wasn't like a, a light bulb went off or a come to Jesus moment, you know. But the other day, I posted a story from Politico or from a, it was from NPR. I posted on Facebook. Um, the headline was Toxic Individualism, Pandemic Politics Driving Healthcare Workers from Small Towns. Okay. And my post said, I've covered the healthcare issues facing rural America quite a bit for Politico. If this toxic individualism keeps up, there won't be a rural America to worry about because they're all going to be fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that worries me. It's self-destruction even at, it's, it's self-destruction even Amy Winehouse would balk at. And one of my, you know, I... Yeah, yeah. He's a good man, but he's a fucking right-wing troll. And he said, rural America will be just fine. Let's see how you do when we decide to keep the fruit of our harvest to ourselves. The self-righteousness of urban intellectuals is pathetic. What? Dude, calm the fuck down. Yeah. And so I wrote, dude, we're all rooting for rural America, even the urban intellectuals. This is about the inside eating itself alive. And he wrote back, rural folks don't really want your support. They want to be left alone to live their lives without mother government policing their actions and their thoughts. Uh, check out uh, check out the uh, World Health Organization mortality and morbidity rates from COVID. Every life matters, but the risk is... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all and this then bullshit. He ended it with, urban smug is, unbene- is unbefitting. And I just wrote, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> and like, his you know response... What? But here's how I know he's fucking with me, because his response was, 
lazy, winky face. Happy New Year. He wants me to get in shit with him. He's just starting shit to start Well, that's it. the thing. is, I, We talked about this last yeah. week or two weeks ago where, where the, the, the downfall of, I can't even remember if it was a parcel or whatever the fuck that right-wing Facebook uh, alternative par- game. Parlor? Par- parlor? Parlor. Parlor. Whatever parlor, yeah. It is, yeah. That, 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 it, that when it, it was like Facebook is censoring the right wing, so they go to this thing, and overnight it gets 350 million downloads. Mm-hmm. And then, like, three days later, it goes to nothing. Everybody's canceling their membership. Why? Because no one wants to just agree with each other. They're, the whole point of that kind of engagement is, can I call you names and get into arguments with you. It's like right. That's what we're addicted to. So yep. yeah, I'm yep. with you. I'm with you. So My funny. third thing is not at all like that, but it will certainly cause some of that. <laughs> this is a watch, but it's two movies. Okay. I want you to watch the Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer 1994 film Tombstone. Yes. About Wyatt Earp. Yes. And then I want you to watch the Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, 1995, Wyatt Earp film, Ooh. and decide which one is better, because this defines the kind of person you are <laughs> or not. Which okay. one you think is the better film defines the kind of person you are or not. I know my answer. I know my answer. I know your answer. What do you think my answer is? Tombstone. No. What? Wait, what? I- I vastly prefer Wyatt Earp. <gasps> I no mean, like, way. like, vastly prefer Wyatt Earp. Okay. Well, we're going uh, to the have point, we're to, to talk the point, about this. To the point that I watched Wyatt Earp, and then I watched Tombstone, and I had a hard time watching Tombstone. It was so bad. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing, because... Yeah, because they're variety. I mean, Dennis Quaid is a thousand times better as Doc Holliday than Val Kilmer. Like, a thousand times better. I think Kurt Kevin Russell. Costner. I think Kevin Costner is a thousand times better as Wyatt Earp than Kurt Russell is. And I love Kurt Russell. You this love thing. Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. I love Val Kilmer. I love um, Sam Elliott. I love. I mean, there yeah. isn't. There isn't. You know. I mean, it, I'm, it, I'm, I. You've. You've changed me. <laughs> I'm telling you. You got to. Yes, you have to slog through a three-hour fucking film versus like a two-hour film. But I'm telling you. I, and maybe this was different earlier, but I'm telling you, I watched it, I, and I went, White Earps, it, it, it takes its fucking time. Yeah. But it feels like I really know who the character of White Earp is. I get him. And He's I, not and just I, a cowboy I mean, to me, a per, yeah. to me, and I, I'll just sum it up, and then you can watch it. We can talk, we'll, we'll have a whole ape cast about this. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but to me, it's, okay, there's that scene where... He's going to kill Curly Bill mm-hmm. at the end of the, both movies at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the legend that he just could, he never got shot once. So he's just going in there shooting, you know, to kill the bad guys and everybody's shooting at him and no bullets are hitting him. Yeah. In White Earp, Kevin Costner, there's no mention of it. He just, you see him getting shot at and he's just, there's no drama to it he's just like I'm gonna fucking shoot and he's just taking his time and the bullets you see the bullets go through his coat mm-hmm. yeah. but not him right Yeah. And, and then he kills everybody and that's the end of it you don't there's no and in the tombstone it's Kurt Russell going no no right. and walking no and shooting it's like Oh, I like the white herb, but yeah, yeah, the white herb is just way better. It's it's a lot more Hmm. understated, and it it just felt more real. And I and I'm just gonna say I liked it better. So okay, 
We'll have that conversation. Watch those, and we'll have a, an ape cast about it. A quick thing about Kurt Russell. So I, we were watching uh, the Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2 a lot. We watched, bo- we watched both of them in Kansas, yes. And thank God Harry loves them, so he wants to watch Mrs. Claus one, you know. Of course, so, yeah. Um, but I, every time I'm watching it, I feel like I just want to see Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Just pick him out of the, out of those movies and put him in Big Trouble in Little China because they're kind yes. of sort of the same. They're character. exactly the same character. They're exactly it's Jack Burton. <laughs> uh-huh. It's the Pork Shop Express. If Santa Claus was going, ah, I'm here and it's Merry Christmas. And uh, it's like it's especially yeah. in the second one because there's the kid. There's the the new kid whose name is Jack. So every time he says Jack, I just hear. It's just oh my god! It's so much. It's so much fun. <laughs> I, I felt the same way. Yeah. I love oh, that. that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the ape cast for the first of 2021. Let's see if any of our predictions come true. I'm buckled in, man. Happy New Year. And I mean that. I really, really mean Happy New Year to you. Back at you. Thanks, buddy. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>